So there was yet another day of severe bloodletting for South Korean markets and on Wall Street, triggered by concerns, of course, over the coronavirus outbreak. Stocks created despite both the Bank of Korea and the Federal Reserve's slashing rates in a big way. Do you guys want some free money? Excuse me, would you like some free money? Free money? No, thank you. No? Free money? Free money. It's free. Some for my friend too. You can take some for your friend. Okay, thank you. Would you like some free money, sir? Yeah. Okay. Wow, we've got a lot of takers here. Handing out free money sounds like a pretty radical idea, but it's actually an economic concept gaining a lot of traction around the world. We're talking about universal basic income. Universal basic income is pretty much what the name suggests, an income for everyone in the form of a cash transfer, no strings attached. Finland is among a handful of countries experimenting with universal basic income as a way to address unemployment in the country. Meet our fictional character, Lena. She works in a salmon factory in Finland. Then an economic downturn hits. People can't afford to buy as much salmon and Lena loses her job. Under the universal basic income scheme, Lena would get around $650 a month from the government. She can use that $650 to cover living expenses while she looks for a new job. But even once she gets a new job, she would continue to receive the cash. A key feature of the universal basic income is that you can spend the money however you like. So in the Finland example, you could take that $650 and spend it on about a third of month's rent here in Helsinki, or you could spend it on 100 cans of smoked herring and 26 bottles of red malt wine mix. We'll take 26 of these, please. The idea of handing out cash to every citizen isn't new. Philosopher Thomas Paine proposed the idea of payments to every person all the way back in 1797. Martin Luther King Jr. fought for a guaranteed income in the 1960s, and even free market champion Milton Friedman endorsed the negative income tax, similar to basic income, as a way to reduce welfare costs and bureaucracy. But lately, tech titans in Silicon Valley, like Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg, are some of the biggest advocates of the idea. They argue a universal basic income could provide a cushion to an estimated millions of people who could lose their jobs if they're replaced by automation or by robots. Hello. It's clear robots are already changing the future of work. Some in Silicon Valley say universal basic income could give workers an opportunity to retrain for today's workforce. Other advocates say a basic income would alleviate poverty and help address growing income inequality across the developed world. My own business! It could give people freedom to start their own business or flexibility to pursue creative interests. The idea has support across the political spectrum, from libertarians who say it would simplify the existing social welfare state to socialists who want to redistribute wealth toward the lower and middle class. Finland isn't the only country experimenting with universal basic income. Other trials are underway in the Netherlands, Kenya, Canada, and the United States. But not everyone is crazy about the idea. Critics say universal basic income could actually disincentivize people like Lena from getting another job if they know they're getting paid not to work. And of course, there's the big fat question of how to pay for universal basic income. If every person here in Finland got that $650,
it would cost the government more than three and a half billion dollars per month. That number would be in the trillions of dollars per year in the United States, where the population is much bigger. And labor economists argue basic income would need to be a lot more than $650 to have a meaningful impact. Research from the OECD shows that if the existing system of social and unemployment benefits was eliminated or reduced to pay for a basic income, poverty could actually increase. Other critics say there's no reason that people who are already well off should be getting more cash from the government. The White House says it's asking Congress to quickly help Americans impacted by the coronavirus pandemic. We're looking at sending checks to Americans immediately. Many companies have now shut down, whether it's bars or restaurants. Americans need cash now, and the president wants to get cash now. And I mean now in the next two weeks. Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin says he will work with Congress to figure out how to make the legislation work. I know senators of both sides are eager to assist workers families, and small businesses with the financial fallout of this extraordinary period. The White House is also considering a bailout for the travel industry. We must first prioritize economic solutions that are focused on workers and their families. The markets are up today following the announcement of the stimulus, and President Trump says the economy will turn around quickly when the threat from coronavirus passes. It's going to pop. One day we'll be standing possibly up here, we'll say, well, we won, and we're going to say that. With dining in restaurants now banned or discouraged across the country, the president spoke with fast food executives this morning who are still open offering takeout or delivery meals. These companies feed a big part of America, and I expect they're going to feed a bigger part of America. In the San Francisco Bay Area, six counties have ordered residents to shelter in place to try to stop the spread of the virus. And the CDC is advising against gatherings of 10 or more people in any one place. That prompted Ohio to postpone today's primary elections. But voting is still taking place in Arizona, Illinois, and Florida. Natalie Brand, CBS News, the White House. Back in the 4th century BC, Aristotle predicted that human labor would no longer be needed once machines became sufficiently advanced. And as it turns out, Aristotle hit the nail on the head. In 1960, President Kennedy expressed concern about the future of automation. What happens to man when machines take their place? President Obama told Congress that robots could replace up to 50% of all American jobs in the next 14 years alone. 50% of all jobs. Whether you're talking about factory workers or truck drivers, marketers or accountants, people of virtually every education level are struggling to compete with the complex machines that can now do our jobs for less money and in less time than we ever could. Amazon's the perfect example of where things are headed. Behind Amazon's convenience and quick deliveries is a fleet of robots working side by side its laborers. Amazon's busy expanding its fleet of robots too and replacing more of its factory workers in coming years. Robots combined with Amazon's much anticipated drone delivery and the prospect of autonomous cars could very well enable Amazon to operate entirely by machines. These labor-saving technologies are exacerbating inequality by putting more middle-class people out of work while simultaneously making the wealthiest people among us, like the executives over at Amazon, even wealthier. It's quite possible that someday soon Amazon won't even need to employ a single factory worker, which is great for Amazon, but absolutely horrendous for its employees. 
The fact is, when more can be done by just a few people and their machines, it makes the rest of us pretty much useless. That's precisely why Elon Musk is calling for a universal basic income to counteract the inevitable disruption caused by automation. Basic income is the idea that all citizens receive a regular sum of money in order to meet their basic needs. While such an idea is commonly associated with market socialism, it's also fully compatible with capitalist systems, provided that the universal basic income is financed through taxation. Musk says, I think we'll end up doing universal basic income. It's gonna be necessary. There will be fewer and fewer jobs that a robot cannot do better. The idea is once human labor becomes unnecessary, so too will our current economic system. The future world of 8K and 5G is ahead of us. Foxconn is ready. 8K and 5G, a future changing lifestyle. The coming of the 8K era will change the communication industry from its content creation, information processing, cloud storage, and information-centric networking. 8K images require a higher data compression rate, better processing capacity, faster transmission capacity, and larger storage capacity. In the 8K era, Televisions, cameras, camcorders, aerial cameras, displays, smart devices, and the internet will experience a revolutionary breakthrough. It will stimulate the transformation of the industrial structure, improve labor productivity, and boost the economy. According to Cisco, by 2020, streaming media will account for 79% of global network traffic, of which 4K or 8K videos will be the majority. Meanwhile, the fifth-generation mobile networks, 5G, will be powered by 8K formatting with a data transfer rate of 10 gigabits per second. The combination of 8K and 5G is going to change the way we interact with the world. Starting from scratch, handling every crucial part. Foxconn is committed to smart manufacturing. We will create a brand new Industry 4.0 with an advanced industrial internet platform, automated production management, as well as big data integration and analysis. Foxconn controls nearly every crucial part of the 8K and 5G industry chain. From advanced molding manufacturing, 8K camcorders, 8K storage devices, image compression and transmission, 5G network technology to the ultimate 8K UHD output, Foxconn controls every part of the 8K and 5G ecosystem. Work. Work in the future reflects Industry 4.0, which vertically integrates technology with sales and product development, creating a new perceptual smart industry, satisfying customers with customized solutions through big data analysis. Work in the future will be smarter, more precise, and more efficient. Education. The way of learning changes when great teaching practices are enabled with great technology. Learning starts whenever and wherever you want. 8K and 5G not only support superior visual communication, but also all types of teaching methodologies. Learning becomes so simple. With the touch of the finger, you can share, explore, and connect to the world. Security. Integrating 8K big data with 5G internet smart monitoring. Providing a more secure living environment by identifying potential danger in crowds with facial recognition technologies and video data analysis. Likewise, implementing this technology in missing person cases will improve the surge efficiency. Medical. 
With 8K UHD images, patients will benefit from less blood loss and shorter surgery time, which will alleviate pain and speed up recovery. While doctors can enhance the accuracy of diagnosis, minimize the area of microsurgery, shorten the duration and improve the accuracy of surgery. Entertainment. With 8K images, people can enjoy individualized responsive media with naked eye 3D vision in the future, including sporting events, concerts, movies, and interactive games, taking your entertainment experience to a next level. Let's make America the first one to enter the future world of 8K and 5G. We are ready. Are you? iPhone maker rallies workers after China suicides. In Shenzhen, China, workers who typically spend their weeks putting together iPhones and other gadgets packed a stadium at their campus on Wednesday. They shouted slogans as they rallied in an attempt to raise the morale after a pattern of suicides at the company's factories. The outreach to workers shows how Foxconn Technology Group has been shaken by these suicides as opposed to the bad press they've attracted. Louis Wu stated, For a long period of time, I think we were kind of blinded by our success. Louis Wu is a special assistant to Terry Gu, who is the founder of Foxconn's parent company. Since then, the company has already hired counselors, raised wages, and actually installed safety nets on the buildings to catch potential jumpers. Job rotation will also take effect so workers can do different tasks and group assignments so workers don't feel so isolated. I want to thank another very special man. I hope he can hear me because I want him to come on stage because I handed the ball over. Terry's a friend of mine and I recommended Wisconsin in this case. And I'll be recommending Ohio and I'll be recommending Pennsylvania and I'll be recommending Iowa and I'll be recommending, but this was something that just seemed right. Well, thanks, Mr. President. You mentioned you, you got the ball rolling. Foxconn would not be in America if not for you. When the internet was released, most people don't understand that the internet is only since 1994-95. Uh, I believe it was Netscape with the first URL and it was released by DARPA, the US military advanced intelligence arm, released DARPA, or released the internet to the public. Uh, and then the mass rollout of cell phones started in 1999 and by 2003, the smartphones started to, to come out as well. Uh, internet bubble, exact same time, massive financing for the rollout, uh, got it to homeowners, students and creditors in massive debt, which continues to this day. Homeowners have massive debt, trillions, students have trillion dollars in debt, uh, primary car loans, over a trillion dollars in debt. That's how they own us, folks. Uh, DARPA is advanced technology, the speeds they release the internet, they achieved 35 years previous. If you don't think the, uh, the advanced uh, military is so far ahead of us, think about Nikola Tesla, who gave us free energy in 1905. Cars, planes, boats could run on free energy. They won't give it to us for 110 years. <clears throat> now they're giving us the Internet. Schools are being switched to iPad learning and dedicating teachings. Teachers are going to be evaluated through galvanized skin response bracelets, thanks to Bill Gates. 
as uh, <clears throat> Arnie Duncan, former education, uh, school education secretary for Obama, said schools are going to be open 24-7, 365 to save the children while the parents work two to three jobs in the planning to net our children, as he referred to it. All right, so I get into the Internet timeline here in this document, which I'll include in the show notes here. But what I want to bring your attention to is where the changes are going and how fast they are. Um, Google's uh, IPO was 10 years ago, and Larry Page, the CEO, rela released his 10-year forecast. This was, I believe, in June 2014. And this is his vision. Well, Google's kind of powerful, so you want to listen to these guys. Google's products and services will become the control center of people's lives. Well, Amazon's already in the home with Echo and Nest, and I know Google's just got their new uh, eavesdropping listening devices that everybody will be putting in their home, so you're inviting the government to spy on you, but that's your own personal choice, folks. Uh, the companies will be driverless cars. What are we hearing about today, three years later? People won't have to bother leaving their homes because they'll have the use of smart appliance. Robots will handle tedious chores. And Google will have an, an, watches will supplement the smartphones and ensure Google is a constant companion. Isn't that wonderful? Well, the website YouTube is now manipulating search results without telling you, making it more difficult for users to find videos that YouTube believes are, quote, conspiracy theories. They don't explain what qualifies as a conspiracy theory. Most recently, YouTube was concerned over the number of videos theorizing about the motives of the Las Vegas shooter. Motives, by the way, that we still know nothing about. This move is part of a broader effort by the company owned by Google to cut down on access to what it calls fake news and to guide the rest of us by force to what it deems authoritative sources. YouTube is not a company you'd probably want to trust. It's got a long history of promoting left-wing activism. Its parent company, Google, recently fired one of its employees for daring to question the company's race and gender-based hiring practices. There's still no word on whether antitrust regulators are concerned that the tech companies that host online content are now controlling access to it as well. <laughs> Google's going to be with us. All right, in uh, 1998, uh, Kodak uh, Film had 70,000 employees. This is, this is um, disruptor technology, they call it. Uh, Kodak had 70,000 employees and sold 85% of all photo paper worldwide within just three years. They disappeared and went bankrupt. 1998, nobody would have seen that coming. Digital cameras were invented in 1975. It's expanded greatly. Uh, now it's going to happen again with artificial intelligence, health, electric cars, education, 3D printing, agricultural and jobs. Welcome to the fourth industrial revolution or what they're calling the exponential age which I'm calling slavery and weather terrorism. Software will disrupt, disrupt, that's their technology, disruptive technology, most traditional industries in the next five years. Uber is just a software tool. They don't own any cars, but look at they're the biggest taxi company in the, in the world in just a few years. Airbnb the same way. They don't own a single hotel. This is the new business model. Artificial intelligence. Computers will exponentially get better in understanding the world. In the U.S., young lawyers can't get jobs. Uh, IBM's Watson is giving legal advice that's 90% accuracy compared to 70% accuracy when done by humans. Hmm, less lawyers, that might be a good idea. Watson already helps nurse diag diagnosing cancer. It's four times more accurate than human nurses, but they still, after billions and billions and hundreds of billions of the war on cancer, can't figure it out. Hey, guys, try hemp oil. It works. All right. 
autonomous cars. In 2018, remember he wrote in 2014, first self-driving cars will appear. In 2020, the complete industry will start to be disrupted. You don't want to own a car anymore. They won't let you own a car. Our kids will not likely not even get a driver's license because they're going to make the insurance for driving your own personal pollution vehicles more, more expensive because you're more at risk. And here's how they'll justify it. 1.2 million people die each year. One accident equals 60,000 miles with autonomous driving. That'll drop to one accident and 6 million miles. So your insurance will cost more. Kids will not be allowed to get cars. By the time their drivers, you know, get old enough, they're, they're, they're going to be driverless cars taking them everywhere. It'll be too expensive. Only the elite will be able to own cars. And you'll be staying at home anyway because that's the way Google, Facebook, and Apple want it. So this was just sent me today from a uh, one of the readers, <clears throat> subscribers, Nita Mayfield, you must look at this video. It appears the company mergers and machines, these merging companies for scanners in all hotels, schools, you name it. Just like 9-11 and the Patriot Act and TSA, feeling everything up at airports, you'll now be subject to crap like this when you go to a hotel. Let me add sporting events. Let me add casinos. So she's saying the casino owner met with the powers that be prior to the event. So basically they staged the event so they can merge these two companies make these devices and sell them for big dollars. Electric cars will become the mainstream by 2020. Cities will be less noisy because of all the new cars will run on electricity. Well, why do you think they put the weather terrorism along Houston? What's down there? Oil refineries. So they get the insurance, they retool, they got a bunch of homeless people everywhere. And also here, health, the Tricorder X-Prize. Remember Tricorder with uh, Star Trek? How did Gene Roddenberry know that flat screens, uh, phasers on stun, um, cell phones, tricorders, how did they know from Star Trek? Because they planned it, folks. They plan a long, long time ahead. 3D printing dropping from $18,000 to $400. All major shoot companies are using 3D printing already. Robots taking over the world, folks. What are people going to be for? That's what we're going to get into in a minute. 70% of 80, 70-80% of jobs will disappear in the next 20 years. There will be $100 agricultural robots in the future. Farmers in the third world countries and then can become managers of their field instead of working all day on their fields. That doesn't make any sense. One manager can manage the whole field with a robot. What are people for? And then we're getting into aeroponics, which is fake food. The first petri dish produced veal is now available. Synthetic folks. Well, cheaper than cow produced veal. Right now, 30% of all agriculture is used for cows, and they cause air pollution, even though the geoengineering is never discussed. Uh, startups who will bring insect protein to the market shortly. It contains more protein than meat, the alternative protein, eating insects. There is an app called Moody's, which can already tell in which mood you're in. By 2020, there will be apps to tell by your facial expressions if you're lying. Think about that one for a moment and how their police would use that one. All right, and I want to bring attention to is how the shift is going, and the United States is under attack, starting with the beginning of World War III on 9-11-01, continuing this day with weather war terrorism, and the, the gutting of the middle class down to, to a lower workforce. And BRICS stands for Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. They're creating their own banks. This is all just controlled opposition. Putin is the same side as Trump. It's all a bunch of noise. They've been working on the same team since way back in World War I with Stalin and when Avril Harriman went over for six months and took over for Stalin while well, he had a psychotic breakdown. The U.S. and the Russia have been in partnership. It's a one-world government. Your 
Your debt follows you everywhere in the world except three countries, um, North Korea, Syria, and Iran. Everything's cleared through the Bank of International Settlement in Geneva, Switzerland, home of the Rothschilds, bankers for the Vatican. That's the way it works. All right, so they're going to create this new currency here. So not currency, but they're, they're going to be developing their own currencies. There's a plan for three currencies, the U.S., uh, Continental America, United States, America, Canada. Mexico will have the Amero. We already got the Euro, and then they'll make the Asian currency. This is what this is all about. So this is the BRICS. And I want to bring your attention, folks, to uh, what is going on in Wisconsin because it's playing into this whole transfer of wealth. <clears throat> the United States is in massive debt. So Foxconn says its plans to build a factory in Wisconsin added 3,000 jobs. And this guy, Paul Ryan, he's the one that broke the labor unions a free couple, three years ago in Wisconsin, the heart of uh, uh, middle America, just like they had the shelter in place for Boston, the heart of free liberty. They attack you at the heart, folks. That's what they do. So who is Foxconn, folks? Well, Foxconn is the world's largest sweatshop. Let's put it that way. They make all your Apple stuff. All the iPods and the iPads and the iPhones, folks. The unhappy workers sit here for all their days, six, seven hours a day, sprawling factory. Uh, employees can't get in without swiping in a D card. Uh, fingerprint scans, the whole bit. Um, printed on the back of every iPhone designed by Apple in California, assembled in China. Uh, it's the largest employer in mainland China. There are 1.3 million people on the payroll. Uh, only Walmart and McDonald's employ more than Foxconn, folks. Um, and what you want to also understand is that these people are treated like absolute non-human beings. It says here it's not a good place for human beings. They start their life at the beginning in school, and then they go straight to work in the factories. They live in bunk beds. They work five, six hours a day. Uh, it's inside of all your iPhones, all your computer, most of your computers. Uh, one worker said 1,700 iPhones pass through her hands every day. She was in charge of wiping a special polish on the display. So that works out to about three screens a minute for 12 hours a day. That's what she does for the rest of her life. They call the Foxconn a fox trap because it tricks a lot of people. The work is grueling. You have to have mental management. When the boss comes down to inspect the work, if they find any problems, they don't scold you. They will scold you in front of everyone in a meeting later. It's insulting and humiliating. Look at this, folks. This is coming to the United States. That's why they raise the, uh, the uh, minimum wage to $15. That's what everybody's going to be getting as the lower middle class falls into the lower class by design. Foxconn, it got so bad in these factories, they had to put suicide nets up, folks. These people were ratting, kill themselves and make your iPhones, make your computers, our computers, and these, quote, smartphones. But these factories are massive, 1.3 million people. And this is what they do every day, all day. They work in factories to make our phones for us. This is coming to the United States as the BRIC countries are going to be doing the new consumer debt cycle because that's where the guys make the most money. That's the game they're playing. Now, it's not just Apple. It's the rest of the computer makers as well. Uh, LG, Life's Good, Samsung, the rest of them. They all use the slave labor shipped to China for assembly by indentured workers. 
We talked about the committing suicide, U.S. retail getting poverty wages. Well, the retail stores are going away, so they're not going to have to worry about that anymore. Uh, and then you have the 666 logo here. Let me show you this real quick first. The new iPhone coming out uh, is priced at $999, and you flip that over, folks, and what price do you get but 666 Oh, my gosh, this is the exact same price as the first Apple that came out on uh, 770 Welsh Road in Palo Alto, California, 666. Uh, and then what I want to bring your attention to is how 666 is used throughout. Here's a United Nations building with 666 in the background, Tired Lateral Commission, uh, the curvature of the alleged round ball earth. Look at all the 666s. You take the 23 and 0.4 degree angle of the Earth, it works out to 66.6 degrees. You got the monster drink, the three slashes, 666, Pampers, Disney, Foxconn, Fox, 666. You can't get away from it. It's everywhere. This is how they roll. This is what they do. All right, so let's roll into... And this is the face of the new McDonald's employees, folks. The baby doomers will not be able to retire. There's no money for retirement. They're getting their wages cut, robots taking jobs. No one will be able to retire. To think something so small could control you. And everything you do. When your life and all you love are on the line. The RFID chip is always with you, threatening your privacy, causing severe risk to your health and personal safety and killing you if you do not obey rogue government demands. Because I want to increase my risk of cancer. Because I want to live in a cash-free society. Because now, the government is looking out for us. Because I have the mark of the beast, but it doesn't have me. Ask your doctor how to get your chip implanted today. Because we want to track your every move. Hello, I'm Tina. I live in a digital society of Estonia. I use my electronic ID card to access public and private services online, like uh, filing my taxes and checking my son's progress in school. My husband has used his card to register his new business, my father to apply for a farming subsidy, and my mother to view her health records at home. And I can pick up her medications using my card. So our lives have become so much easier. This is not the future, but already everyday life for our 1.3 million residents in Estonia. Our advanced digital society offers services in many fields like health, education, voting and so on. And all these services make uh, life easier, more convenient, more efficient for everybody. Our national information system is built on X-Road technology, which connects together data from all parts of government as well as with the private sector. X-Road safeguards information to protect uh, integrity and privacy, but at the same time it is very easy to add new services. National employment registries enhance worker rights and social benefit regulation. Estonia's electronic employment register makes it easy for organizations across the country to register their employees using online phone, text, machine-to-machine -machine methods. It integrates with other agencies using the X-Road 
to speed services and eliminate duplications, helping us to improve employment verification and increase tax collections. Providing urgent assistance in an emergency is a prime concern for us. Our new emergency response system, which we implemented in cooperation with IT and Development Centre of the Estonian Ministry of the Interior, establishes good foundation for using the response time between answering emergency calls and the arrival of emergency services at the scene. There is better collaboration between all emergency services and we are able to save more lives. We now administer a large number of rural and agricultural subsidies digitally, saving time for our farmers and for our paying agency. We are also able to make GIS data about fields and livestock buildings available to Estonian and EU agencies, students, journalists, scientists. These advances are helping to improve Estonian agriculture and beyond. This all is just the beginning for us in E-Estonia and we are working to improve our people's lives even more. Our digital strategy has been possible because of deep collaboration between public sector and private sector and our eager citizens. Together we are very happy to share our story with you and help you start your digital journey. If having cash, anytime you have money in your, in your, in your chip, they can take out whatever they want to take out whenever they want to. If they say you owe us this much money in taxes, they just deduct it out of your chip digitally. Total control. Total control. And if you're like me or you, and you're protesting what they're doing, they can just turn off your chip. And you have nothing. You can't buy food. You can't do anything. It's total control of the people. And that chip's connected to a database that has your purchasing records, what you do. What everything. You everything is in there. You know? And so they, they want a one-world government, controlled by them, everybody being chipped, all your money in those chips. We all know you don't get successful just by having a good idea or working hard. You get successful by being lucky, too. If I had to support my family growing up instead of having the time to learn how to code, if I didn't know that I was going to be fine if Facebook didn't work out, then I wouldn't be standing up here today. And if we're honest, we all know how much luck we've had to get to this point in our lives. Every generation expands its definition of equality. Previous generations fought for the vote and civil rights. They had the New Deal and great society. And now it's time for our generation to define a new social contract. We should have a society that measures progress, not just by economic metrics like GDP, but by how many of us have a role we find meaningful. We should explore ideas like universal basic income to make sure that everyone has a cushion to try new ideas. In this article, you can see Forbes magazine um, publishes open letter to Facebook CEO Zuckerberg to call for the new cryptocurrency from Facebook, which is called Libra, to be called the Mark. And this is something that's noteworthy, guys, because uh, I'm going to be sharing more about what this means, what this is. In the Bible, it says that there's a pound, and the Greek word is liatra, and it's the same as Libra. So that's where Mike Zuckerberg got the name 
for the cryptocurrency for um, for Facebook that they're issuing. So this is a a request for for them to change the name from Libra to Mark. But really, what's going on? I want you to understand what's going on with all of this, guys. So when it says in Revelation to count the number, it's a census. So what's happening is the the, the people that are going to take the mark of the beast, that are worshiping the beast, whose names are not written in the Lamb's Book of Life, are being counted by the beast system. Okay? So, that's called a census. Can one girl in a small town, an architect in a major city, and a suburban high school coach shape the future of the United States? Yes, they can. Because every 10 years, the census gives us that power. You can shape your future by responding to the 2020 census. Where do we need new roads to make our lives easier? Where will new school programs help our children thrive? Where could a new health clinic benefit neighborhoods? The 2020 census will inform these decisions and shape how billions of dollars will be distributed to communities like yours each year. And in 2020, you can respond to the census online, by phone, or by mail. It's easy, safe, and important. Make sure you and everyone you know is counted. Now is the time for you to get involved. Your community needs you. Together, we can educate and excite, inspire and make sure every voice is heard. Together, we can shape our future. So many of you are getting the census. I'm getting, I'm going to do another video on this, but that's what's going on here. Because in ancient times, when you, when you did a census, it was also taxes. So taxes, census, a coin with Caesar's name on it. We have many uh, videos on this, guys. Some of you that might be new to this channel or new to the things I'm presenting you to right now are are probably completely foreign concepts but basically at the time of Christ when he came there was a census of of Caesar okay and there was a census so the people had to return to their location they had to be counted in the census and they were taxed so that's exactly what we're having taking place with the ID 2020 the 2020 census not just in the United States but all over the world everyone is being counted being uh, uh, control to know exactly who the people are and everything so that's why this Libra this coin the not just this cryptocurrency but all of them why it's changed its name to the mark because it is the mark of the beast guys um, all of this is the coin is and and the uh, the vaccination is okay all of these are leading to the same thing in this video, you will see how the coronavirus vaccination is connected with ID 2020. The digital ID and the vaccination is the mark of the beast. You will see that in a series of videos and documentation throughout this. Please share this, guys. This is very, very important. Share this to loved ones. Share this to anyone you can get this message to before things get shut down. Uh, hopefully you watched the previous video where we saw how coronavirus was planned and hopefully you understand that 
and now we're going to soon enter this era of this vac uh, vaccination being forced on people and you will see the reasons why it has uh, microchips in it we looked at the nanotech but now please watch all the vis videos here's celeste hi this is celeste and this is the celestial report for uh, march 4th 2020 and unfortunately i have another very serious uh, breaking news alert for you um, I wish it wasn't coming on the heels of the other ones, but th this is the season in which we live. Um, this situation with the coronavirus is very fluid, and so we just kind of all have to roll with it. So this morning when I woke up, um, I got a communication from the Department of Defense, and DARPA, they have been, DARPA has been working on a hydrogel that is injectable into the body. It assembles within the body. It becomes part of your body. Um, it spreads out kind of like an octopus into your body and it fuses with your body. Um, whether it changes your DNA, I believe that it does. Um, and I believe that this is the precursor for the mark of the beast. Well, or this might be the mark of the beast. Um, they are going to introduce, they say, this uh, product, um, and it's called, uh, it, the company is Prof, P-R-O-F-U-S-A, and all the links are below to the whole program, videos, links, anything you want, and of course, as always, I'm happy to answer any questions. So anyway, they are going to uh, introduce it to the public. Um, they are going to try it first on their special forces. I believe that this is already well underway. This is a program that has been around for quite some time, and I've been following the development of the mark ever since 2005 on October 31st, um, which is Halloween when the precursor of the mark was introduced in legislation. And so I've just been watching the development. I really true, truly believe that they are going to use the panic of the COVID-19 um, virus and make this injectable sensor. It's an injectable sensor that becomes part of your body. And basically they're gonna sell it to you as it, this is, um, going to um, be a sensor that will let you know and other people know that you're sick before you even know it. Of course, it will do all your vitals. It's going to, it's a tracking device. It will tell where you are, you know, what you're doing, if you're eating, if you're drinking, the whole 10 yards, what you're eating and drinking, if you're eating salt, you know, if you're eating according to your diet. So this is something uh, that they have long wanted and it is part of precision medicine and now it's ready to de deploy. Like I said, I believe that they've already begun uh, beta testing this on the special forces and our military and now it's ready to go into the panic-stricken um, American citizens and uh, money is going to become um, 
it will probably become contraband because it carries has the potential to carry germs. So it is very likely that very soon we are going to see um, that we're not going to be able to um, do transactions in cash any longer. And then this biometric um, hydrogel um, sensor would allow us to go get groceries, um, participate in the B system, um, have a job, transportation, proof that we have had our vaccinations that are mandatory and so forth. You get the idea. So this is a very serious breaking news situation. Um, all Christians need to brace themselves and as, as much as possible start operating outside of the system. Uh, chipping homeless, chipping pets, um, running simulations to see the uh, success of this, how well it works. And what we're looking at here is uh, the place where ID20 met, there was this strange statue with like wings in it in this ID2020 meeting right there. So I'm trying to just zoom in and give you a little bit of a view of what it is. It almost looks like someone's nailed to a cross, but it has like wings and you can see it's casting a shadow and there's like a, I don't know what that is guys. It's just really strange, really ominous type um, sign. You know, it says that the, the Sophia the robot is, Sophia means wisdom. And it says in Revelation 13, here is wisdom. Um, let he count the number of the beast. So this could be like a representation of Sophia the robot and wisdom. AI also has a huge part in all this. Okay. But I just want you to, you know, look at that. It's just weird. It's just, this whole thing is just really weird, guys. This is the mark of the beast. This is the chip. I'm just trying to um, put together something for you to get all this together and and really study this article. I went through the sources of many of the things that they talked about that we see in the previous clips I share with you. But um, it's really, really uh, disturbing. And it really can now see how we have implantable chips, we have nanotechnology, and we have other DNA altering things taking place in this um, vaccination. So while it says, while we have the Ibertini pressing grounds, they're primarily the third world. It says, they're okay, they're working, blah, blah, blah. We told you about Austin, Texas. And then we saw some of the big players, uh, Accenture, Gavi, the Rockefeller Foundation, Microsoft, and um, what is it, IDEO.org. Hey, everybody. Um, yesterday, you might heard that the uh, first U.S.-based company is microchipping the employees. Well, based on that fact, what's so special? What I'm trying to say here, you might heard this message many times from the world all over again and again from the Christians' perspective. They were saying, that this is a mark of the beast simple triple six which is six 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 that's me that means mark of the beast as bible says in the revelation we will go a little deeper in that extra guess what i'm going to tell you the same thing yes it is a mark of the beast but in this time i'm going to give you a little further information with the depth information why it is a mark of the beast something different 
we understand the microchip has been released and uh, as soon as it's released in US and become really famous and everyone talking about it yes of course the thing is as soon as I heard this message I, I started to do some research research in a sense where this microchip coming from and who produced it, who manufactured it and I come to understanding that was manufactured by the company called Biohacks Biohacks and we will come to that a little deeper later too but when you go to that company website and it's, it's called Biohacks International it's a company it's based in Sweden okay and uh, including the logos uh, means something they out of nowhere they have named this microchip the NFC tag N tag 216 216 what that to do with this what I'm trying to say simply let's cut it quicker 216 think about it 6 times 6 36 36 times 6 216 oh coincident eh do you think that's coincident? No. As a mark of the beast, they're trying to tell us, hey, this is a mark of the beast. Revelation 13, 18. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the numbers, number of the beast. For the number is that of a man and his number is 666. There's few things I like to point out here. That first, the first company, the US-based company, the name itself. Many people can say it's coincidence, but think about it. The first company is tag, it's called Wisconsin. Wis, if I break it into three things, Wis, wisdom, con, also that's another meaning I like to tell you and sin of course sin with consent and also before I go to the detail detailized information whoever produced this they're also the manufacturer of these products is called Foxconn why these people are trying to bring that con c-o-n information let me tell you also another thing why this bio out of nowhere the bio word came out also also you can it's American standard text which is, can be converted into a computer language we also call hex mode and I want to go deep into that but when you convert this word c-o-n okay you can do it by yourself later and convert this you can see the hex mode is 636 f 6c which is 666 it's not a coincidence again and let's say I'm gonna put a word bio B I O simple right convert that to hex mode 626966 f which is 666 is it coincidence I don't think so so bio con everything that in a hex conversion says triple six and here they publicly they challenging they're telling you people that this biochips called NTAC 216 which is triple six what else do you want to know what else you want me to prove to you it's in your face it's in in front of you C 
simply they're mocking you people. They're simply they're mocking. They know what's about to come. says it's about to become the first in the U.S. to offer microchip implants to its employees. You heard that right. Microchip implants under the skin. Josh Rosenthal joins us live from just up the hall to explain this. He's in the building with us right now. Josh, what's this all about? And that's right. So, Lindsay, just outside of the studio here, we've got a few of these vending machines. Now, we all know how these work, right? You walk up, you put your dollar in, you get your pack of chips. Well, as I learned today, these machines are quickly becoming very old-fashioned. And, in fact, just how old-fashioned may surprise you. At Three Square Market in River Falls, a team of programmers designed software for break room markets, like this one. Believe it or not, this is the reason they're about to do this to more than 50 of their employees. It's the next thing that's inevitably going to happen and we want to be a part of it. The concept is pretty simple. Just like how you can buy something nowadays using your phone, what if you could use a microchip inside your hand instead? Todd, you're going to show us how this could potentially work. Yes, uh, basically what this is considered is a break room market in an office complex. We'll come up, scan the item, we'll hit pay with credit card, and it's asking to uh, swipe my proximity payment now. I'll hold my hand up, just like the cell phone, and uh, it will pay for my product. Instead of a credit card, Correct, hand. because my microchip is now my credit card. More than 53 square market employees are having them implanted starting next week. Not only can they buy stuff with them, they'll also be able to use the chips to get in the front door and log on to their computers. Each chip costs $300. The company's picking up the tab. The chip goes between your thumb and forefinger, and CEO Todd Westby says the data is both encrypted and secure. So if I'm one of your employees and I've got this chip in my hand, 
you won't know, hey, Josh is slacking off, I can tell because I'm reading this chip? No, there's no GPS tracking at all. Employees here aren't required to get the chip. One of the ones choosing to do so, however, just so happens to be former North Star player and current Edina hockey coach, Kurt Giles. If somebody told you back in the day when you're flying around the ice playing for the North Stars that you're going to have a chip implanted in your hand, you're going to use it to pay for stuff, you're going to use it to get in and out of buildings, what would you have told that person? I probably would have thought a chip tooth or a chip of ice, but not a chip that has the technology that we're talking about today. Okay, now. In case you're wondering, Lindsay, each one of these chips, it's about the size of a single it's grain tiny. of rice. It's tiny, just one little grain of rice. And now, get this, if you get one of these implanted into your hand and you want to get rid of it, you know how you do that? For real? They tell me you just pop it out. It's almost hard to believe. Did they offer you one? Uh, they did. They very much wanted me to come back next week when they're putting them in employees yeah. and get one. Still not sold, but... I'm a little closer to being sold than I was when I walked in. Faster from the vending machine. Sure would. All right, now we need to upgrade the vending machines. Yeah, really. All right, I thank know. you, Josh. All right, this may be the first time a U.S. company is using the technology, but it's already being used in Europe. A company in Sweden offered more than 100 employees the opportunity to get those microchips earlier this year. The company Epicenter Stockholm says phone and internet browsing history poses more of a threat than the chip.